Welcome to Zolar Eclipse, Zeri Zotter, and any other Z name that we come up with. What's up, y'all? You know, it's been a while since I've recorded, and everything is in divine timing, so I'm not even going to go into that whole spiel like I usually do about when I was going to do an, an episode or whatever. The point is, I'm here now. So, I did not prepare anything specific however i'm sitting here i'm sunbathing and for those that want to get more connected to themselves women specifically have you ever heard of sunbathing with your little lady out huh because i just learned about this and it's wild that i'm just now learning about this but I learned about this from one of my TikTok friends who actually is now my soul sister. I mean, obviously she was my soul sister before, but she goes by Sukino Jewelry on TikTok. And that is the at sign T-S-U-K-I-N, like Nancy, O-J-U-R-I. And Jewelry has been amazing in this new journey of mine about letting go of things in the past releasing what no longer serves us that kind of thing and we actually did a reading together with hood heru again that's at hood heru h-e-r-u okay and these two really kind of gave me encouragement to start doing my readings more than what I had been doing or at least to start putting them out more um just getting myself out there more than what I've been doing and I thought that I was doing great but at the same time I knew there was more that I could be doing and I believe now I'm one of those people that really loves collaborations that's kind of my jam I know that I can do things on my own and I know that I can succeed on my own. However, I prefer a community with me. I prefer support. I actually, I love being able to support and also receiving support. And so to be in this new space where I'm actually attracting in more people who believe in me and who are doing the same things that I'm doing, but in their own ways. They're very unique. I don't think that you can get the same reading from either one of us. But with all of us together, you get something very powerful. And even with all of us individually, again, you take something very powerful from that. So... In all of these lessons, you know, we've been completing major cycles, completing just cycles that have been kicking our ass in one way or another, <laughs> and also cycles that have not been kicking our ass. Um, but we're here, and it's been an amazing journey. So that reading was very successful, actually, um, at the end of the day right when we started out with all three of us for some reason the technology just kept glitching we weren't able to really do anything however we were noticing some frustrations that we had where we're no we were noticing triggers that popped up for us throughout that reading and we were in three completely different time zones so we were planning to talk about time travel and shadow work. Well, speaking of quantum leaps and being in these liminal fit, liminal flake, oh goodness gracious, <laughs> liminal phases of being in between realities. But I believe the connecting message here is that working on your triggers and continuing to go through it instead of just hopping over your triggers hopping over your traumas hopping over things that you are aware no longer serve you 
and not going through the grieving process of releasing those. That is an unknown reality. That is time travel in its essence. And so I think that was all to show us because we show by example, not only do we teach by just speaking, but we we, te- we teach by doing. We teach by being us, being just uniquely who we are without, apolo- uh, <laughs> without apologies, you know? And I don't know if you've noticed, uh, you should, because if you're listening to this, you would have noticed a lot of stuttering. And it's interesting because I actually went through this when my dad passed away. Well, uh, you know, I can't even say that. I can't even speak about that instance as if it was a pass away. He was killed. And maybe I should have did a trigger warning before that, but my dad was killed in July, July 27th, 2022. And I had a lot of triggers to go through, a lot of trauma to work past. And I feel like a lot of things have been on pause without me even realizing that I put things on pause. But that was another step in my journey that I had to go through, that I had to experience in order to get to this new place of awareness within myself. When my dad got killed, I did not know how to release the pain that I felt. I didn't know how to articulate what kind of feelings I was going through because they were very complicated for me. And even now, I, th- I still think that it's, it's going to be a journey for a while, you know, because they were just complicated feelings. Being in that space, the only way that I knew how to cope was to scream and yell and just say whatever it was that I needed to say. And I ended up making a song. It's not like a a song that I think people would understand because it's not, it doesn't sound articulate. As a matter of fact, when I showed it to one of my friends, one of my close friends, who she liked my other song, Blues Thunder, Blues Thunder Clues, also known as BU, um, that song was like an amazing song. <laughs> And it was Frank Einstein, okay? It was not Frankenstein. Frank Einstein, because it was pure genius. Pure genius that I cut up and pieced together to make this song. I actually got to perform it in front of some people on a big speaker with a real microphone in my hand, y'all. Literally got to do this two days ago. And as of right now, it is October... 31st. Ooh, snap. Okay. And I also got to perform another piece that I had just written in the beginning of October. I've been on like this writing hiatus. I didn't know why I wanted to write, but every time I thought about getting the pen, I was just like, nah, not right now. Maybe I'll do it later. And I would just never get to it. And this one day I just woke up at like 6.30 in the morning And I started writing it, but not with a pen, not on paper. I wrote it on my phone in my notes. And then immediately after writing that, probably about an hour, hour or so, I finished writing it. It was one of my shortest pieces when I actually read it out loud. So it was only about four minutes or so of recording. And I decided to go ahead and record it as well, like record my voice speaking this. And it was just a personal poem for me. So, excuse me, all of that to say, in my song where I was releasing my feelings about my dad's death, what happened was I was on the highway (laughs) and I literally am just, you know, just feeling everything, just feeling all of it at once. And I was listening to some music on the Discover Weekly thing from my Spotify. And a song came on that I did not know, but the beat spoke to me. The beat was just, 
I was like, whoa, hold on. And now that I finally got two phones, I was able to actually record it while I was driving on my other phone without, you know, disrupting my whole process. And I just freestyled it. I literally just let it all out. I screamed, I yelled. So that's what I mean why about it not being articulate. So the friend that I showed it to, I, f- I showed it to a few people. And, you know, they heard the raw emotion in it, but I don't believe that they actually heard what I was saying. And one of my close friends, when she heard it, she also texted me back and she was like, you know, I can definitely feel, you know, that you put a lot of emotion into it. She's like, but I just need you to turn down the music a little bit because I can't hear what you're saying. I want to I want to know what you're saying and I can't hear it. And I was like, it's okay. This song wasn't meant for the public like that. This song was literally just for me. It was a release and I have no problem sharing it, actually. So maybe I'll take a poll, you know, see if people would be interested in hearing it because I have no problem sharing it. But I also do believe that maybe when I do perform it or if I do show it to people that I need to have a, a recording of me recording it now while listening to it, if that makes sense. Like I want to sing along with that song. One, because when I first heard it, after I played back the recording, I also shared those same sentiments that my friend told me. She was just like, can't hear it. I also felt the same way. And then you know what happened? I listened to it over and over and over and over again until I had exactly what I was saying. Now, when I play that song, because I still play it for myself sometimes when I'm driving on the highway, when I'm you know, just sitting down, whatever, whenever I feel like I need to release again, or if I have some more feelings coming up again, what I do is I listen to that song. It's called I-95 Thunderclap. (laughs) And I sing along to it and I feel so much release. I feel so much, I don't want to say better, but man, it feels good. I feel powerful. I feel powerful in those moments when I'm singing along to it. And I do understand what I was saying. And there's no way to re-record that and get that same raw emotion. So maybe I might, you know, doctor it up with my new voice, my new awareness coming through so that people can really feel and hear what was going on in the background. And the background is all of my feelings that I did not know how to let go of. That's what was in that song. And I got to this point for a reason. There was something that I said in my song that just reminded me of the song. Oh yeah, because I was stuttering. So there's a line in there that's like, uh, the stuttering, that's part of who I am, my unique traits all my characteristics, my personalities, any kind of words you use to describe me, crazy, delusional, I've heard it all before, schizo, nothing but harmony. Yeah. So, even in what I just said, the crazy, delusional, I've heard it all before, schizo, that is actually something that I say when I sing along to it now, because on the original song, that line is not there. The rest of it is, but that particular line is not there. And so I do think that this song was meant for me to have my unhealed part plus my healing part combined. All of that to say, the fact that I just got to this awareness of the abandonment feelings that I felt as a child from my dad, and even some abandonment feelings that I felt from my mom, these are not their fault. I don't put blame on my parents because I believe that they did the best that they could. And even if they didn't, you know, they still played that role in my life that made me who I am today. They still played a role in my development as a human being. And for that, I am forever grateful. So again, I don't speak from a place of pain, but I speak from a place of power. And I'm just now realizing how powerful we really are, especially as a community, especially as family. 
And I don't believe that family is just exclusive to connections with your blood. I don't. Family is who you say family is. And I've gotten a lot of family members over the course of my life. And you know something? So in Atlanta, when I went to the Encore Film and Studio um, place, that's where I got to perform my piece, my pieces. When I went there, a couple of the ladies who were running the event, they were speaking about sisterhood and they were speaking about how, you know, one of the ladies said, you know, I think if you, if we had a falling out, because sisters have falling outs, but if I had a sister and we had a falling out, then she never talks to me again. We were never sisters to begin with. And I reminded her that some people are not capable of receiving or giving love in the way that we think are acceptable. And that's an important thing to remember, especially when we feel victimized. Because I've had moments where people who were very important in my life are no longer here. And not because they died, but because we are on two completely different paths or because there was some falling out, some misunderstandings. And this has happened with a few people over my lifetime. I used to be like, nah, F that bitch, you know? (laughs) But now, I have to say that it's something I'm still working on, but I constantly remind myself that we have to be thankful for the roles that people play in our lives because we all made these soul contracts before we got here. You know, sometimes I think about it as like, you know, if you had a fallen out in this life and that pushed you to another level because of the anger that you had towards that person. And then now you got all this stuff going for you and whatever the case may be, whether it's good or bad. Just observing this, I kind of think of it like once we ascend for real, when we meet these people again, we meet their souls again and we're like... Girl, I knew you was going to forget that we made this agreement before we even got here. That's why you're so mad. That's why I was so mad. I knew you was going to forget. But we are in the land of shadows. This 3D world, this is the land of shadows. And so we are constantly developing. We are constantly facing our shadows. We are constantly moving through time. But it's our time. We control the time. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but we control the time. And that's why everything is in divine timing. When we say we, I mean our higher selves. Things were already planned before we got here. And I guess that goes back into free will, right? But realistically, do we have free will? Or did we have free will to make contracts? Did we have the free will to live our lives a certain way? before we got here and then we forgot that we were going to the land of shadows and then in the land of shadows we forgot that we had so many shadows to face and now here we are and the goal is to be more aware and the goal is to get back to your true self the goal is to also develop who you are now so that you can get more of who you were truly meant to be in the first place maybe that's the free will And I'm sure I've talked about free will in plenty of other episodes at some point. But at this point, it's feeling like, yes, we are supposed to impose our will on the universe in order to get what it is that we are dreaming up. We have these imaginations for a reason. We have the ability to use our hands, our feet, our bodies, our eyes for a reason we create in this world and there's not a whole lot that can stop you from creating what you put your mind to whatever you have decided you were going to do and you were serious about that and you made it happen somehow it's because that is the design of this world we impose our will on the universe But also we have to realize that there is is such a thing as divine timing in that a lot of the times with our limited perceptions, 
and with all these shadows blocking our light it's like we're stumbling around in the dark however it's also feeling like our highest self our creator is shining this flashlight on things so you see one little circle of light and you keep following that light but that flashlight is leading you to your true self it's leading you to your truest light but in order to get through that darkness you gotta have to have some faith that the flashlight that you were following is leading you to a place that you wanted to create and I mean your truest self, what your truest self wanted you to create, not what society has told you, not what your mom has told you, not what your dad has told you, not what your siblings think is right for you, not your aunts, your uncles, your family, friends. None of these people can truly tell you how to feel and what you're supposed to want in life. And I think that that has been a big lesson for a lot of us especially those of us who have grown up in very strict or conservative households because it's not just religious people it's not just people who have grown up in religion there's a lot of people experiencing this same kind of death to the ego they're experiencing a loss of identity and they're trying to cope with that Actually, they are coping with it in whatever way they see fit. So it's not a bad thing to keep going back through cycles that you might still need to learn from. It's not a bad thing to keep going through events because your awareness was quote unquote lacking at the time. Is your awareness really lacking all the time or are you just ignoring your awareness? Because our intuition speaks to us on a second-by-second second basis. Our intuition is constantly speaking. But then our thoughts kind of get in the way and start telling us, Nah, I don't know about... Mm. But you remember what Susie said? Do you remember what Bo was talking about over here? Nah. Sometimes we got to get rid of the logic and we have to move on what we feel is the next best step. And you can never go wrong with that. Because what I say is every L can always be turned into a lesson or a blessing. Or it can be turned into both. A blessing and a lesson. And I choose to see life that way. That everything is meant here to teach me. And so I don't want to drive myself crazy by looking for things, looking for signs. I let the signs come through and I let my awareness filter out everything how it filters out. Yes, I'm getting better with my discernment. Yes, I'm getting better with noticing how certain signs are aligning in my life to tell me what's next or to tell me how I'm supposed to proceed in whatever I'm doing. Whatever is the next step in my success. And also, to speak on that too, we might think that we are failing sometimes. And it, it even might feel like we're failing. Our perception might see every single aspect in this particular moment. Because these are moments. Everything is temporary. Everything is temporary. So we live through these moments throughout this one very long day, our life. Is like one very long day. And we keep on going through these moments. And sometimes we think, oh, everything is so good. Or, oh, everything is so bad right now. But that's just our perception. We always have the ability to change our perception. And you never know how changing your perception can actually change your circumstances. Instead of thinking that this job is out to get you and that your boss just hates you. Your manager is just straight up crazy. Everybody is against you. Instead of thinking of it like that, why not change your mindset and be like, you know what? This is a sign that I'm supposed to be looking at to, looking at into another job. 
looking into you know how i can make things better over here in this current job that i'm in how can i make this work for me what is the lesson here what am i being told about my awareness why do i think that my manager hates me like this because she's triggering me or he's triggering us triggering us how well they won't let me take my time off well why is that bothering you so much because i can't get my self-care okay now we're getting somewhere you can't get your self-care and so now you're reacting in a way you're reacting in a way that you're actually mirroring everything around you or everything around you is mirroring you so how can you get your self-care even if you can't take that time off and who knows maybe that day the plane was gonna cancel and you weren't gonna get your self-care anyways and then you would have taken off work and wouldn't have had any kind of money that you wanted to have in your account because you took off those days and now you can't even go do your self-care like you originally planned who knows if maybe there's a better job opening literally coming up and you're supposed to be preparing your resume preparing how to interview preparing for this next new job this next big step and you wouldn't have had time to prepare for it unless your current job I mean, you wouldn't have had time to prepare for it if your current job was still all gravy. There's so many things that can happen. There's so many, I want to say, quote unquote, good things that can happen from these, quote unquote, bad things. There's so many possibilities. The limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. Show me how good it can get. Every time something bad is happening to me, I'm literally, throughout that entire moment, I'm like, show me how good it can get. Show me what, why I'm getting this lesson right now. Because there's a reason for it. Something just got brought into my awareness and now it's my turn to analyze it, to decipher what that means. It doesn't mean you have to go crazy looking at signs again. But it does mean that your world is speaking to you. But are you listening to it? So we've been here for 27 minutes. I didn't even realize I had anything to talk about like that. But yes, we are in the land of shadows and it is shadow work time so that you can really go through this process and get to that next side that you've been manifesting. You've been manifesting some things and they are coming into play. They might not be coming into play how you thought they would, but you got to get rid of your control. You got to get rid of thinking that you know best when your highest self knows best. Your intuition knows best. Not this persona that we put on, this mask that we put on every day in order to be acceptable, in order to feel loved in order to feel accepted, in order to feel like you have power. Sometimes it's difficult for us to just get this power from within us, from within ourselves, without having any external confirmations. Sometimes it is very difficult. And I'm just now getting to a place where that is my goal, is to not have to have someone else's acceptance to make sure that I know I'm accepted. I'm accepted because I accept myself. And then my world continues to show me that, continues to confirm that for me. I accept me. And so the world accepts me too. And when they don't, you got to ask yourself, well, why is that triggering me? Why do I care? Why is this such a big issue now? And a lot of us are really working with our inner child 
our inner child wounds. So in a full circle, the poem that I recently wrote is connecting my inner child's wounds to the way that I treat my love life. That's what it is. It's a connection. But then if I go further, I actually had a journal entry speaking about why I'm in certain relationships based off of trauma wounds of being abandoned by my father. Why I accept so little from other people around me because I deserve more. I deserve more, so I have to give myself more. But I wasn't giving myself more. Instead, I was giving myself to others in hopes that they would give back to me what I really needed. In hopes that they would be able to match my energy. But I'm the one that can match my energy. You know, if I really am forgiving my dad for all of the times that I've, I perceived him to not love me or for all those times that, you know, he had broken promises, tell me he would show up and then doesn't show up. For all those times that I've waited and waited and waited and waited. For a whole day, not doing anything but waiting. And, you know. I was so happy when he did show up that everything else fell to the wayside. Who cares what you did to me in the past? Who cares that you broke that last five promises of coming? Who cares that you didn't bring any gifts? Who cares that you don't have anything planned out for us? I'm just hanging around with you and your friends while y'all smoke and drink. Who cares about any of that stuff? None of that matters because he showed up. Trying is not doing. Trying is not doing. However, being able to recognize people's effort and accept them for who they are while also not allowing yourself to take on that damage that they've caused or that you allowed them to cause or that you perceived them to cause. None of that stuff should affect you when you are healed. Because you are the only person that can control your feelings. You are the only one that can control your perception. And so when you realize that we are all playing this game of development, we are all strategizing in the spiritual world to develop our human being selves to our best versions I hope that makes sense I do but there's a lot of generational trauma going on that we are literally stepping through and healing for ourselves for our legacies and for our parents and grandparents and great grandparents too and they're also doing the same thing my parents were also breaking generational traumas. They were also protecting their legacies in the best way that they knew how. In the only ways that they were told. So how can I blame them? All I can do is acknowledge how I felt. Acknowledge that I have certain boundaries and I have certain needs and make sure that I'm good. Save yourself to save the world. We should not be allowing our past to dictate our futures. And speaking from my own experience, I'm just now realizing how much of my past actually has been affecting my future. And so I'm still working through it. It's a work in progress. It really is. But it is. It's a beautiful journey. And that's the thing. This journey is the reward. This learning journey 
it's fun for me. Even when it hurts, it is fun for me. It is enlightening to me. And that's one thing about me. I love to be enlightened. I love to feel like I'm getting closer and closer to the ultimate core truth of our existence. So I'm going to keep going. And if you're here with me still and you're still listening, you're still vibing, you still feel me, you still resonate, then I pray that you are also going to keep going. May we stop self-sabotaging. May we forgive our demons. May we forgive our guilt, our guilty feelings. May we forgive ourselves for having emotions. <laughs> it's not bad to have emotions. It's not bad to feel. And with that, I'm going to play my poem that I wrote in October. It is October 31st now, so I guess this is very fitting since I wrote it in the beginning of October. And this is the last day. So I'm going to go ahead and post that. One last thing before I go. This morning I woke up and my Instagram account, my main Instagram account, I was just scrolling through and it literally kicked me out and said that my account had been suspended for violating community standards. I didn't do anything, I was just scrolling. But I didn't immediately panic or anything like that. But I do remember like focusing a lot of time on trying to get this account back. I probably spent maybe like an hour or so just looking at this spinning wheel of whatever and just like, yo, <laughs> what is going on? And then realizing that we actually did not have a real support system or a real support team that could help with these issues with Instagram. And a thought occurred to me, which is, how is it that we all use this platform for so much? It's now become something that you can connect people with in order for your business opportunities. It's become a very important piece to our identities in this society how is it that we don't have a real team that you can call or email about when your account gets flagged for something that didn't actually happen you just lose all your memories you just lose everything and then I was thinking have I been that narcissistic to think that like to not even realize that they didn't have this stuff even though plenty of people have lost their accounts before. And I've seen so many people comment that they got locked out of their account for some reason and they weren't able to get back in. There's been so many of those times. And it's like it just didn't hit me at all until it was happening to me. But life is not happening to us. Life is happening for us. And so what I, I made a, another video on my other page, Zolar Eclipse, and I was just thinking like, I'm upset. Hell yeah, I'm upset. But I'm not about to be devastated over this. And also, it feels like it's a sign that I'm supposed to be letting go more of these things. It's like I got a teddy bear in my hand and like God is just trying to rip it out of my hands, like pry my fingers off of it. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to let go. Why do you want to keep making me let go? But I really did come to the conclusion that I'm like, okay. I hear you like it's time to get serious about my readings. It's time for me to actually make my reading page my main page. And it might even be time to make a whole new Instagram and, you know, be more organized or whatever the case is. All I'm saying is that whole entire moment snapped me back into a certain reality. But it was different how I handled it because I probably would have handled it much differently previously, you know. And I also think that I would have felt even more lost if I didn't have a second Instagram page 
as you know it's not really my backup but a second Instagram page where I could kind of continue with some of the people that I feel are close to me or are on this same journey with me and they're stepping with me I kid you not I got off of it and I was like I need to go and do something creative just something to get me out of this mindset because yes I'm upset and I'm acknowledging that and there's nothing wrong with it because I'm a nostalgic person but at the same time I'm like this can't stop me this can't completely discourage me even though there was like this pang of sadness too you know but it was just like because I wanted to make sure that I saw all my old posts you know I'm like that page xenomatic nurse that was my page that had my old pictures of when I you know was fully dressed in hijab and abaya it had so many aspects of who I previously identified as who I identify as now and also I'm like I haven't even been posting on it so like why am I upset but that's the thing is that it forced me back into the mindset of I need to let go of certain things, certain people, certain behaviors, patterns. I do need to let go of what my awareness is letting me know that I need to let go of. But I'm going to let go how I feel comfortable letting go. And if I don't feel comfortable letting go, I'm probably not going to be letting go. And I feel like the universe, how it is working and how it's been working is, is <laughs> we gonna drag your ass. We gonna drag your ass to your better self. No matter which way you like it. All right. But eventually you're gonna be able to look back and you're gonna be like, wow, what was meant to break me actually built me up. And there's so many factors to that. So many different levels of life that you can look at like that. And so that was just a little tiny example for me today, like a, a moment that I went through that I was just, I was surprised by myself, you know, like I was surprised at the fact that I was not freaking the freak out. And then I kid you not, 40 minutes later, my Instagram got reinstated. And I was like, wow, I just did all that dramatics, all those dramatics for nada, but it wasn't for nothing. Everything has a reason. Everything has a rhyme. Everything has a season. And I am back, but also with a new mindset and possibly a new plan. And I just got a whole new podcast episode from all of this. Our moments bring us insight. Our moments allow us to be able to listen to our intuition. Those intense moments allow us to be able to listen to our intuition instead of our thoughts. And so I was doing all of that focusing on getting my Instagram back. But really, when I think back about it, I'm like, that was kind of a waste of time, too, because apparently I did everything I was supposed to do in the first minute already of when I got that notification that my Instagram was going to be suspended. I already did everything that I was supposed to do. And after all of that, I just didn't want to wait anymore. And so I'm connecting that to our shadows. A lot of us are working so hard on our shadows. We are doing all of this shadow work and we're like, our manifestations should be here already. They should be here. Why aren't they here yet? But this is also speaking to us having patience. Do we want our old life back? Do we want it back, but in a better way? What do we want? It's time for us to figure that out and actually be detailed with it, not just, oh, yeah, I want to be rich one day. No, what do you want from that richness? What does rich mean to you? What does it actually look like for you? Be specific. Because the universe understands intentions. And how we create this reality, we are creating it with our bodies. Hello, six, harmony. We are creating this world as we speak, as we think, as we move. It's all connected. This is really a jeweled web. This is a jeweled web of everything. Sometimes you won't even know that 
you know, your job today is connected to, you know, a decision that you made five years prior. Or maybe a decision that your parents even made for you before you were uh, before you were able to. So. My (laughs) this is saying the maximum recording time for this segment is 60 minutes, so I have to keep an eye on the clock, but we are at 45 minutes. So there's going to be this next segment right after this is going to be my poem. Thank you for listening. I hope that I gave some light, some enlightenment, some good feelings, good juju, whatever you want to call it. I just hope that whatever shadow work you're doing, you get through it successfully or in your perception as successfully because you are successful no matter what. That you have light, but also when you're in the dark, that you are able to embrace that darkness. Embrace it and feel it and go through it however you need to process it. A lot of people are going through a lot of things right now. We all are. Like, we're humans. We are human beings here having a human... I'm sorry. We are from the cosmos, but experiencing life as a human being. And we knew that this wasn't always going to be easy living in the land of shadows. My stuttering, I'm not about to edit this shit out. I'll tell you that right now. Why? Because it's a part of my unique traits, my characteristics. It doesn't take away from my wisdom. It doesn't take away from anything because everything is in divine timing and everything does have a reason. And that means even the words that come out of my mouth by accident or on purpose, Therefore, a reason. They might hit somebody that I had no idea it was going to hit in that way. I mean, even when I watch my YouTube picker card reading sometimes, they might slip up and say something that they didn't mean to say, but it meant something deeper for me. So with that, I'm done. Peace. Well, actually not peace, right? Wholeness and balanced vibrations. This is that secret energy flow, you feel me? This piece is called Candy Girl. Candy Girl, you're on my world. You look so sweet. Yeah, I'm a tasty treat. A vacation from the underworld even when I'm suffering in the depths of hell. I'm a time vortex, you see. Controlling the very air around us as we breathe. So baby, inhale as deep as you can. While I exhale the broken pieces of your heart back into the black hole you left open. Deep dark dimensions for the happy-go-lucky me to explore. I used to love venturing into the furthest parts of the forest. I guess my inner child is still in there, masking herself as an adult. But we still play in the same, if it can even be called a game, because it's real to me. Nostalgic for the old times when we reveled by ourselves. Just me and Sarah, my first and lonely, I mean only, imaginary friend. But maybe she was a ghost and somebody just neutralized me. They flashed that blue light and I became an empty vessel of luminescence. It all sounds so wonderful when I lay it out like this. I loved fairy tales. I thought they were true. But as it turns out, I am Narnia. I am the dragon who breathes fire into your soul. Especially when you forgot you were dead and cold. It's my specialty puzzles for a life now i'm trying to find the shards of my glass slipper you dropped on the concrete because your hand was sweating too much step it up from cinderella to humpty dumpty all because i was trying to put you back together again yeah it's fun but this is not my home at any moment i'll find my siren vocals oh wait By golly, I've got it. Mami Wata calls to you from inside my oceans.
Please don't break our little girl's heart. Adult Zora is just a tad bit dark and overprotective with a warrior-like stance waiting for her chance to take a stab while the little one dances. Hypnotizing as hell before she grips your aorta with her cute little nails to present to me before I rip it to shreds. So grown up now with all these responsibilities, I don't have time for love. Another illusion, because we still the kids we used to be. I'm just here to remind you that time doesn't exist and love holds many forms. I'll send an invoice for the service I provided. It was a long and turbulent ride just to see my rare beauty, round booty, and piercing eyes. So I make sure to always leave a parting gift. And we will part, because I am the Red Sea. With your staff, you split, you spilt, and you flooded your own house. So don't blame me. I'm just fulfilling the job. Soon I'm going home, away from this crazy world. Eventually the escape finally learns how to get away. I'm a candy girl, and I look so sweet. But when you talk to me, be careful you don't fall in love with the idea of me. I am not to be kept a prisoner in your glass jar for my fairy dust. I am meant to be free. The point is to show you and myself that time is the biggest lie we've held on to. It's a hard knock life, tricked and treated. Hollow's Eve is upon us. I look so sweet, but I can rot your teeth out. Which side would you like to indulge in? Either way, I'm little Zora's keeper. Get in where you fit in. I'm a ticking fine bomb. Tick. Candy girl, you're all my world. Tick. You look so sweet. Yeah, I'm a tasty treat. Tick. Deja vu. You were already blown to smithereens from the first line that I wrote.